Good morning, everybody. My name is Joyce Smoda, and it's my privilege and delight to be your worship leader this morning. I hope you all had a great Christmas and are going to have a happy new year. Please join me in the call to worship. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. All things came into being through God. What came into being through God was life. And the life was the light of all people. People who walked in darkness saw the great light. Good morning. Our first scripture lesson this morning is from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 and 6 through 7. People who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in, the, in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. I want to open with just a brief word by way of confession. Uh, this is my 16th year celebrating Christmas as a pastor. And every single year, I get to the Sunday after Christmas and kick myself for not having had the foresight to come up with some alternative to writing yet another sermon for this week. Until this year. Uh, and so this morning, we have lessons and carols and poems, and you will be hearing some poems that are particular to this season. Um, this first poem picks up the theme of light that we find in Isaiah's reading. Howard Thurman was an influential African-American author and theologian, educator, and civil rights leader, for those of you who don't know him. He was dean of the chapel at Howard University and at Boston University. He wrote 21 books and helped found a multicultural church. Thurman was considered one of the three greatest African-American preachers of the early 20th century. And uh, many of you will be familiar with the Strathy song, I Am the Light of the World, and the words of that song are taken from a different poem by Howard Thurman. Today's poem comes from Thurman's book, The Mood of Christmas. I will light candles this Christmas, candles of joy, despite all sadness. Candles of hope, where despair keeps watch. Candles of courage, for fears ever present. Candles of peace, for tempest-tossed days. 
candles of grace to ease heavy burdens, candles of love to inspire all my living, candles that will burn all the year long. As our children are coming forward, our ushers will be passing out our signed-in pads. And if you would take a minute to let us know you're here, that's helpful for us. And now would the kids come join me up front, please? Christmas. Did you get any presents for Christmas? You did? I wonder if there's anything you got that you can remember to tell me about. Is there anything you remember that you would tell me about? Can't think of anything.
cool. That sounds fun. My favorite present was a cookbook, but I bet that sounds pretty boring to you. <laughs> so as I was thinking about all the gifts we receive at Christmas time, I was also thinking about ways that we can give gifts to God. I wonder if you have any ideas about giving gifts to God. <coughs> I know that sometimes you do things to help out, to help other people, or to be kind to other people. And those are some of the ways that we take our gifts, like the gift of being a helper or the gift of being kind, and use those gifts for God. So just like we receive gifts, we all have gifts that we can give that serve God. And that's part of the message and the joy of this Christmas season is all that gift giving that includes the things that we do to make the world a better place. It's good to see you this morning, and let's say a prayer together before you all are welcome to continue your worship time in the Godly Play classroom. Dear God, thank you for the fun of Christmas and Christmas presents. Thank you for the gifts you give us. Help us give gifts to you by doing good things in the world. Amen. second lesson this morning is from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 31. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. Annunciation is that fancy church word for that moment when the angel Gabriel makes that announcement to Mary. And it has been the subject of all kinds of art, paintings, and poems. Uh, Madeline Langle was a prolific and well-known author, possibly best known for her young adult novel, A Wrinkle in Time. And this poem, and also the one first coming, come from her book, A Cry Like a Bell. After Annunciation. This is the irrational season, when love blooms bright and wild. Had Mary been filled with reason, there'd have been no room for the child. Our next carol has us singing Mary's story. Let's stand as we sing.
This morning's third scripture lesson is also from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, for there was no place for them in the inn. This poem comes from Madeline Langle's book, The Weather of the Heart. The Risk of Birth. This is no time for a child to be born with the earth betrayed by war and hate and a comet slashing the sky to warn that time runs out and the sun burns late. That was no time for a child to be born in a land in the crushing grip of Rome. Honor and truth were trampled by scorn. Yet, here did the Savior make his home. When is the time for love to be born? The inn is full on the planet Earth, and by a comet the sky is torn. Yet, love still takes the risk of birth. And having read of the birth, we sing now of this child who has been born. Let's remain seated.
This morning's fourth lesson is also from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us Go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. This next one has been one of my favorite poems for a long time now. In addition to being a poet, John Shea is a theologian and former professor of systematic theology. He's published books both in theology and spirituality as well as poetry. And this poem comes from his book, The Hour of the Unexpected. Sharon's Christmas Prayer. She was five, sure of the facts and recited them with slow solemnity, convinced every word was revelation. She said, they were so poor, they had only peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to eat. <laughs> and they went a long way from home without getting lost. The lady rode a donkey, the man walked, and the baby was inside the lady. They had to stay in a stable with an ox and an ass. Hee <laughs> <laughs> But the three rich men found them because a star lighted the roof. Shepherds came, and you could pet the sheep but not feed them. Then the baby was born. And do you know who he was? her quarter eyes inflated to silver dollars. The baby was God. And she jumped in the air, whirled around, dove into the sofa, and buried her head under the cushion, which is the only proper response <laughs> to the good news of the incarnation. Like the poem, this carol tells the story with all its characters. Let's remain seated again for this one.
final lesson this morning is from John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5 and 14. For me, personally, this is probably the most powerful piece of scripture in the Bible. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. Another one from Madeline Langle. First coming. He did not wait till the world was ready, till men and nations were at peace. He came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. He did not wait for the perfect time he came when the need was deep and great. He dined with sinners in all their grime, turned water into wine. He did not wait till hearts were pure. In joy, he came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt, to a world like ours, of anguished shame he came. And his light would not go out. He came to a world that would not mesh to heal its tangles, shield its scorn. In the mystery of the word made flesh, the maker of the stars was born. We cannot wait till the world is sane, to raise our songs with joyful voice, for to share our grief, to touch our pain, he came with love. Rejoice, rejoice. Our poem says rejoice, and so does our next carol. Let's stand if that's comfortable for you.
with you. Let us pray. God of light, we thank you for giving us the gift of Jesus Christ. We come before you with wonder and delight that you come to us in the child born in a manger. Be with us on this day. Come, honor us with the presence of your gracious, joyful spirit. Fill our weary hearts with renewed hope and joy. Rekindle our souls, the light of Christ. Glory to you in the highest, O God. Glory in the highest. Amen. Now we continue in prayer, taking this time to lift up to God the celebrations and the concerns in our community and our world. We always include the prayers that you write in the white binder out here in the entryway as we pray together. Let us pray. O Christ, born again in our hearts, this year we bring all our prayers before you. We pray for an end to strife in our world, whether that be the strife of war or of hunger or of injustice. We pray for the day when no one is homeless. We pray for refugees to find welcome and safety. We pray for all those caught up in the severe weather across our country, especially those affected by the tornadoes yesterday in the Dallas area. We pray for healing for all those in need of it, whether of body or of mind or of spirit. Give hope to those who feel hopeless, we pray. We pray for Courtney's father, whose Christmas morning was taken up with an emergency appendectomy. We pray for those who are separated from their families, and we pray for a spirit of compassion. We pray for all the homeless, especially the young children. Please keep them warm and safe. We pray for a brother-in-law and an uncle who are awaiting results on a test for a stomach mass. We ask your comfort for all those who are mourning the loss of a loved one. And we gratefully receive your good news, O oh Lord. We have had so much to thank you for, for bright moments of joy all through this season, for rain to nourish our dry state and break the drought. We give thanks for the reunions we've had with our family and our friends. God of the stars above and humanity gathered here below, we are most grateful for the gift of your presence among us. Help us feel that presence now as we continue to pray in silence.
Holy One, to you we entrust all our prayers, both those spoken and unspoken, as we join in the prayer that you taught us. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you. The child born unto us is called Wonderful, Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. As followers of the Prince of Peace, we seek to work for peace, and we symbolize that hope now. Would you please offer the peace of Christ to those seated around you? This next hymn is a favorite winter hymn of mine. I hear people complain that it's, it talks so much about things that seem gray and cold. But I like to point out to them that when you look at a beautiful painting so often, the most glorious colors are framed in gray. Please join me as we sing the haunting hymn that takes its words from a poem by Christina Rossetti. It reminds us that each one of us can give our hearts to Christ. Let us sing.
This week, we remember God's gift to us of Jesus Christ. Knowing how richly God has given to us, we give, trusting that our giving helps to make a real difference in the world. Let us give joyfully.
generous God, all that we have and all that we are come to us as gifts from you, and we are grateful. In gratitude, we too are moved to give. Bless every way we give, that our giving might be a part of your own work in this world. Amen. The good news of Christmas deserves to be told. Let us sing. And now as you leave here for whatever this week holds for you, may God bless you with your own creative ways to enter the Christmas story, that it might be for you a source of joy and hope. Go in peace. <laughs>